What's going on, everybody? Wilson here, your spiritual hype man, and I'm so happy. I am a little tired, I'm not going to lie. It's been a long couple of days. Um, hopefully everyone had a last couple, a good couple of days. Um, let's see, this one is going to be a special one. Shout out to my homie from another mother. His name is Nikolai Ruck. Uh, grew up with him uh, early on, early childhood, and then actually we went to the same college. And unfortunately, just a couple of days ago, we got the news that he passed. Uh, he was in a coma for about 13 years, and um, yeah, it was it was tough. It's it's been it, it was a tough couple of 13 years. I'm not gonna lie. Like I think um, I was more present initially, you know, years into it, um, and then really being out of state. Um, there's not really an excuse for not following up with his mom, you know, like that's the one thing, obviously like when the, things like this happen, there's, there's moments of perspective to like think and look back and be like, what could I have done better? Or, you know, did I do, was I a good person in that situation? Um, and so I think initially like, uh, obviously other than, you know, sending positive vibes and hugs and love to, to mom, um, that's kind of like the next thing, right. Is like questioning, did I do everything I, I possibly could to at least be a good person or supportive in that situation? So that's, that's something that I'm going to think about and, and, and question. Um, I feel like for anyone that has gone through a loss, uh, family, friends, or somebody close, obviously it's part of life. And I just, I feel like those moments are reflective times as well, right? For yourself as the individual. And then also to perspectively understand that like, <laughs> you know, thing is things are not given and we're not granted a certain amount of years, right? In regards to what can happen throughout our day. Right. And then that these cyclical moments as well, because it's, they are very much cyclical in regards to, you know, grandparents, family, friends, parents, kids, you know, like that aspect of somebody maybe passing is very cyclical within anybody's life. So I think the the thought would be, <clears throat> you know, how, how do you deal with something like that? Or how do you reflect, right? Like, or how do you use it as a reflective point for yourself, potentially reflecting on the relationship, um, reflecting on who you were with that individual. And if you, you know, if, you were a good person in, when it came to that. Uh, I would assume that there's plenty of people out there that probably regret not <clears throat> mending relationships, you know, for a loss, things like that. So I think it's one, a natural part of life Two, definitely a moment to reflect. And then of course, to um, feel right. I, like take the time to feel what you, what you need. And I, I think one of the things uh, no matter what, whatever situation, but I think that would pertain to this would be, you know, feel as much as you you need to, to help you move or help you positively move forward, but don't let it negatively affect you. Right. So like, if you need to feel whatever the feeling is, feel that to a certain extent that helps you, ignites you, motivates you, or creates a positive change, but don't let these you know, sad moments or let these, uh, you know, tough moments create feelings that can bring you into like a downward spiral and hurt you or negatively impact you. 
So like my story with Nick Lysak, we're always good friends, you know, growing up when we were little, um, you know, he uh, part Brazilian and like it was just it was just a great, great relationship that Nick Lab was just always like a fun loving, you know, kid like, you know, equally to me, I would say, you know, we, we shared that and we just hung out, um, always had good, respectful relationship. And then here's here's a perspective so here's like another good perspective of influence right like understanding remember influence thoughts emotions actions which are decisions and then outcomes and so back in college like nick like like i went to stockton college now it's stockton university um however like i I think i was like a year or year and a half like ahead because then he came later he transferred later whatever it was by that time, I was part of a fraternity, ZBT, shout out to those guys. Um, you know, they were my influence for pretty much most of, and I don't want to say they in terms of just single people, but obviously as like the group, right? So the the homies that were part of this group became a major influence in how I thought and how I did things and the environment that I was in and things like that. Um, some of it was great. And, you know, some of it, when looking back at it, it's like, damn, I, you know, we probably could have done better things in, in, you know, with our time or just like that moment. But I think for the experience and for the situational time piece, I think it was uh, a great experience. <clears throat> now, I was part of a certain fraternity BT, and then Nikolai was part of PiCap, which was a different fraternity and somewhat like friendly rivals in certain areas, right? Like there was always like this rivalry like between us and everybody else, no matter what. And then I think vice versa. Uh, it, it was just that type of atmosphere, right? And so because of that, I, I felt like there were years or a couple of years, um, I would say probably like a year and a half or two years, uh, that I, I didn't really have that close of a relationship with Nikolai at, in college because he was doing his own thing. He was with a different group of people, different influence, different fraternity, and as, so was I. And there was this macro level of like, you don't really want to hang out, which we did though in certain times, like we were we were cool or like we co-mingled with these fraternities. But then there was also just you know, other factors of, you know, either other members or people in your, you know, in your class that um, maybe didn't feel like, you know, it was the best thing to do. It was like hang out with, you know, an opposite person, um, a pot, you know, of a different fraternity. Like it's just, it, it is what it is, right? It, it, that's, that's what society accepted to be true. And in, in that moment of situational timepiece for me, um, that's what was happening. So I, I felt like I probably lost out on opportunities to have that friendship with Nikolai more in college, like or like I did back way when, right, in elementary, middle school, and even high school. Um, and it wasn't until like after college or like the ending of college that I remember we got like back home in Woodbridge, we got an opportunity to like hang out again and reestablish like a, a good relationship um, once we were out of this other outside college influence and we started playing soccer, like we would meet up and go to the high school and play soccer. And this was like early soccer career for me, like just fucking around, you know, like I think I still had like football boots or something. Um, uh, but yeah, like football, like American football cleats, but that was great. And then I think, you know, actually that was still during college because like we, like it was during the summer that we got together. And I think it was like my senior year or something like that. 
And uh, and then later on, like a couple months later, I think I got a call from Tati, which is Nick's mom, and um, and just ended up telling me that he got into a car accident and he's in a coma. So, you, you know, and then since then, like, it was just like, I, I'm glad that I was able to have that relationship with him prior to that. Um, but obviously just not a good situation in terms of him, unfortunately, being in coma and then, you know, being in, thir- you know, it's been 13 years that Tati and, and Nick have been, you know, in the relationship of him being in a coma and then uh, Tati doing everything she possibly can to try to get him out of it. So <clears throat> that that I would say is, is the perspective, uh, you know, if maybe you're dealing with it or if you've dealt with it and there's something that you still need or you're still working on or maybe it's your reflective time period. So I would say when things like this happen, when a loss of someone close to you, you know, use it as a reflective period, use it as a period to feel what you need to feel, but not so much so to the point where it's going to negatively affect you. Because I also feel like, you know, it's again, talking about prompting and asking these questions in regards to, Hey, you know, yes, this happened or yes, the situation is, is the reality right now in terms of the person passing, but what would that person do or say to you? How would they respond to you and want you to move forward or, or take on, you know, the future of your life, you know, in terms if, if they were still here and, the, and it was a different situation, maybe with somebody else or even with themselves, right? Like, how can you prompt yourself to that? And I know it's different for everybody. And I know it's at some point harder for other people, depending on who it may be. But I also feel like at the end of the day, most people that we're connected to will probably want you to progress and be happy and positively move your life forward. So I think it's a, it's a, it's one of these situations where, you know, you can be you can use it to reflect. You can use it to really feel like obviously mourning is important to feel that feeling, but just stay in tuned with making sure that it doesn't negatively affect you or put you in a negative spiral. And it actually moves you forward to taking more, you know, substance out of life into, you know, it's almost like a reminder to check yourself that, things aren't granted and to love the person next to you or to really like, you know, be present with your close family members, friends, coworkers, you know, fill in the blank. Um, and then also a reflective period in, in terms of, you know, is there someone out there or is there someone that you need to, or want to mend a relationship with? Um, and, and how do you go, how do you do it? Right. So I also think it's, it's important to, I would say, take the action, right? And, but you all, I think you also have to understand that it takes two to tango, right? And that, in that essence, in terms of a situation or a relationship, and then, and then any situation, there's a relationship. It takes two parties or two, you know, perspectives or understanding of the situation or moving forward together to mend a relationship. So, I would say if that's a thing that you would want or something that you're going with is just understand that it's good to take the action, but understand that it does take two to tango. So if somebody doesn't want to dance right now, then, then you can only keep asking until either you get tired or until the other person's ready to do it. And I've, 
I think I've known people that relentlessly would keep asking until the person, until the other individual is ready. And, and it works, it works out, you know, sometimes it doesn't, but I think it just, it's a, it's a, it's definitely one of those moments or situations that you can actually get a lot from interperspectively, if that makes sense, um, in regards to, you know, having a loss, uh, whether it's family, friends, or somebody close to you. All right, homies, that's pretty much it. I hope y'all had a uh, a great one on this one. Not not trying to be a Debbie Downer either on this one. So, but just something to reflect on um, and keep crushing it, right? And I hope uh, I hope things are going great for you. Just remember, it takes time, practice, and patience to keep changing the things that you want to change. You know, upgrading or progressing those situations that you're not happy with, and just moving it forward. Um, shout out to Tati, Nick's mom, Nikolai, we love you. Thanks so much for being awesome and, you know, always having that smile or that laugh, making people laugh. You've definitely, definitely changed and affected people, um, throughout your years. All right, homies. Thanks again. Have a great one. Enjoy yourselves. Keep crushing it. Remember it's all the thoughts in our head. Become the Jedi mind master. Learn how to shut them off. And uh, you can get there by prompting yourself with different questions and things like that to get to get these not happy or not so good thoughts out of your head and move move forward. All right. And don't forget, nothing changes until you do. Peace.